0: Hello and welcome to the soccer speakeasy. Is there a sound effect there, Patrick? Today is Thursday, the twenty-first of November, two thousand nineteen. It's just after nine a.m. in the morning as we record this, so it's Bloody Marys, etc. Here at the speakeasy, Tim Hortons makes Bloody Marys. Yes, you just got to know. You got to know a guy. Oh, okay. That was uh, Jacob Myers, interspersing at the controls, as per usual. Patrick Flaherty. The Podfather, you know, we call him producer, but to my knowledge, he's never lined up a guest or actually planned a show. So we'll just call him technician today.
1: Hey, he did great work on the uh, Broken Pledge. Yeah, podcast.
0: He, he did terrific work, and and the hazing, the hazing thing as well. That that is the yeah. Hazing thing. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he produces that. He shows up late for this program, but he's here now, and and we're happy. Kyle Robertson, the striker, is on the DL today, so. I asked him last night, uh, do you want to get it on the phone? And he's like, and he just bailed. So he's he's not playing hurt, but you have to respect it. He is uh, listed with the league office as officially DL'd right now.
1: It's the offseason, you know, rest and recover.
0: Okay. All right, Jacob, let's get right into it. A little bit of news. It's been a few weeks since we last sat down here in the studio, and there's been things uh, bubbling up over the last couple of days w- within the rhythm of the MLS offseason. First off, I guess the bigger item is the trade. Fill us in on on what went down there and the thinking behind it. So we're we're recording this Thursday
1: morning. Wednesday, I feel like a lot of people kind of saw this coming as both organizations said that pretty much hinted at this was a possibility. The crew officially traded center back Lawless Abubakar to the Colorado Rapids. That just made official a move that had been rumored for, I would say, a couple months, certainly at the end of the season. A boob car was on loan with the Rapids since May, played in twenty-two games out there, did really, really well, and the crew got back four hundred thousand dollars in general allocation money plus an international roster spot. Did they get any TAM, Jacob? They got some TAM when they loaned him out, so 125000 hundred twenty five thousand there. So, so they I got,
0: think you they could, got some, some GAM out of this. Yeah,
1: which it's it's more general. It's less targeted. But I think you can look at this as a whole in that they got $525,000 in allocation money and an international roster spot, which I know there's some value to that in terms of it's close to 125000 in allocation money or whatever, but it seems like good value. I know there were rumors out there of a million dollars being floated in allocation money for Abubakar. I just never thought that was a huge possibility, especially if you look at other players that have been acquired for that amount, like in Iko Parra who was an MLS Defender of the Year, whereas Lawless had one year basically of playing in MLS before that, and Nagby was acquired for a similar amount of target to allocation money, but all in all, the crew now have some spots to fill at center back.
0: Who got the better of the deal, I guess, this is one way to look at it, as we always look at any trade in any sport. Well,
1: I, I think it all depends how Abubakar
0: has his career out there, right? Could they use him, the Columbus crew of the SCs? Yeah,
1: I think you know he would serve some value, but you look at who they have, now they got to find a replacement eventually for Josh Williams. I still think he has a lot of value, especially um, behind-the-scenes locker room guy who's been with this organization a long time and Abubakar Keda you know he's a left-footed center back i think that would be a position and a type of profile that they target this off season i think that the organization sees Keda as a mls type starter but he has this off season to certainly prove that as well and Jonathan Mensah is obviously their top center back option
0: so it's is that a position that they might look to fill Yeah, I
1: I would say absolutely. I mean, you look, they they got three guys at that position now. Um, At the start of this past season, they had six. So gone are Gaston Saro via transfer, Abubakar now via trade, and Alex Granali, who had his option declined. So I believe we have a question later about if it's possible the crew – gets Cronali back, uh, which is, you can still do that after declining options, but as we've talked a lot on this podcast, I I don't see that as a possibility.
0: Well, we'll get to the questions a little bit later, and and Jacob did throw out uh, a solicitation on Twitter for questions um, and, and got a few, and we'll get to those a little bit later. Next item here, Jacob, on my pad as it is, the expansion draft has come and gone. Who was exposed and who was lost? So you had Eunice Mokhtar, Luis Argudo,
1: Hector Jimenez, Josh Williams, Waylon Francis, and John Kempen were those currently for the 2020 roster who were exposed possibly to be taken in the five rounds by Nashville or Miami. And then you have all the guys that had their options decline or they didn't renew a contract with. They, They were also available. Uh, Homegrowns were automatically protected, which included a Jordan Hamilton, who the crew should be making a a decision on soon. I believe that deadline is today, actually. But Luis Arguda was selected in the fourth round. Uh, Out of everyone, other than probably John Kempen, that was left unprotected, I thought this was probably the player that I least expected to be drafted I certainly thought a Hector Jimenez would be very appealing for a team but the first like four picks of this draft were outside backs or defenders so which kind of took Hector Jimenez off the board and I think keeping a guy like him Josh Williams I think the crew could have replaced Waylon Francis but still another guy with MLS experience those are guys that are good depth pieces and you probably want to hang on to So I think best case scenario, if a player were to be drafted, nothing against Luis Arguda, but this worked out okay for the crew.
0: Huh. And at first glance, what do you think of Nashville and what do you think of Miami? What's the official Miami name?
1: Inter-Miami. Like, it's supposed to be international, so that makes sense. It's
0: not even in, it's like Fort Lauderdale. Is it Inter-Fort Lauderdale-United-FC?
1: maybe sc on the end of that as well they
0: have a good logo though i'll give them that is
1: it, it's like uh cranes or yeah yeah, yeah yeah i like it too i i didn't look too much at the rosters um but it seemed like they nashville certainly they had nashville had Derek henry running back for the titans and mookie betts who mispronounced the player incorrectly but they had them announcing picks at a bar in nashville with like live music quite the flex from an expansion franchise
0: that's very I, very
1: nice do, do you see austin doing that stuff next year if they oh yeah. have an expansion draft
0: yeah since someone else made it up they they
1: probably will climb out maybe matthew mcconaughey just shouting out of a lincoln announcing the picks oh he doesn't shout no, he, he just kind of whispers yeah. yeah i thought in general that you know they drafted the best players available uh ben sweat former crew guy yeah. uh, was the first pick taken and you know he's certainly has a lot of experience in this league and is very talented and one, one of the better at the position in this league but you know Luis Argudo uh, best of luck to him the crew also got $50,000 in GAM that's it's more general of the allocation monies because of the expansion um, draft pick so if and if the rules apply next year when Austin comes into league and they actually have an expansion draft uh, the crew would probably be exempt from that now that they've had a player taken this year
0: really that's interesting the
1: five teams the right, right. is that the was five the, teams yeah. who got picked yeah. had players picked last year when fc cincinnati got them they were exempt from this expansion draft so no crew guys going to austin i i saw a lot of chatter on
0: twitter people happy about that yeah that would be weird that's good yeah yeah
1: well and Luis Argudo, you know credit to him for getting to the spot he was a guy who was just buried in the depth chart and then because of injuries he got some additional playing time and for about a month's stretch there while the crew was trying to bring in players he was one of their best players from july 6th to august 10th he started in seven straight games and he eventually started to come on ahead of david akam which i consistently um i think that phased out more toward the end of the year but kudos to him for for getting in there and showing uh he can he can do some things
0: so, like Miami, Nashville's uh, new stadium is not downtown. I think it's on the old fairground site still. Is that where it finally settled? I, I'm not sure. I, I'd have to look that up. And hopefully it won't be artificial turf. The league's very strident about that sort of thing. What's their official name? Do they have a mascot? Like, I don't think they have
1: a mascot. I would, <laughs> I would hope so. no. No crew cat or oh, or like a walking guitar. Yeah. They they're an SC. They're, they're an SC. Yeah.
0: All right. If I were like USC... I, I'd USC, pull, FC? I, I'd, I'd be pulling <laughs> an Ohio State and just suing everyone for, for using SC, you know? Trademark the SC. Yeah, and if they put the in front of it, too, it just— What do you do with South Carolina, then? Well, they can sue as well. You know, it's a deep pool here. It's getting <laughs> deeper every year.
1: But the, the crew has had a long history of having guys selected in expansion drafts, correct? You would yes. know more about that than I.
0: I don't know much, Jacob, and that's why I rely you so you. have the institutional your, knowledge here. Oh, uh, it dribbles out of my ears quickly. <laughs> okay, and there's more to come today in terms of now that I, I think we can see in the big picture how the off season's setting up now. Um, what's the rhythm like here on?
1: Yeah, I think just looking at it, obviously the number 10. And we have a question later, I'll, I'll just address that now, when to expect that number 10. I haven't heard anything new, but I mean, just kind of speculation, I would assume they wouldn't push it into the new year that would make sense to me since they've been looking at this position for so long so maybe before
0: new year there'll be a signing announcement
1: but in terms of other really
0: you don't think so well i'm i'm just saying i i mean the number 10 has been a specter yeah i think they've uh you know it's it's been hanging over over the team um it's been talked about a lot for a long time even before Higuain got injured, given his age and and the new ownership and the transition to the new stadium, that was a spot that was a, a source of a lot of talk because it was obvious that that was the place where, you know, if if you accept the idea that, as stated, that the new owners were going to spend money uh, on, a, on a DP and they're going to go heavier on a DP than this team has ever gone before that was the position that was circled. So it's it's been in the conversation for so long. And for you to say on this fine program, is this a fine program, Patrick? Yeah. N- not today, he said. It's actually going to be realized soon, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think I should correct myself. It could be any signing that would be before New Year's. But the number 10, they've been working on that one the the longest. So I would, a, I would assume they wouldn't let that go too far into leading up to the off-season schedule, which is the end of January. That just makes the most sense to
0: me. And if I recall, Tim Bezbachenko's exit, yeah, that press, was all the talk it. was number ten. And and basically, he said, "I'm leaving to scour the world." Right. Those weren't his exact words, but and it was for that position. Yeah. Well, we'll see what they do. He has a, a blank check would be a little strong, but he has he has the wherewithal if he identifies the guy. Uh, well, he's going to identify the guy, but he has the wherewithal to spend at that position yeah
1: and I think at other positions it's obvious center back for sure since they have three guys there right now winger they only have three I think you want four or five guys maybe they're just at least two deep in each position so uh, I'd expect those to be addressed as well um, before the season starts
0: and if I'm not mistaken, they did make a move between the last time we met and now the, a long speculated move.
1: I think we talked last Did we? time about Nagby, but it's good you bring that up now because they shelled out over a million dollars of allocation money and they got about half of that back with the Aboob card trade. But, yeah, that's not just addressing depth. That's I think they're very, very intrigued of what they can do with Artur, Trap and Nagby, whether it be you know, maybe they go to a 4-2-3-1 at first and can shift Nagby to a 10 and that if they need to preserve a leave and bring in another guy on whoever is on the bench to be more to, there there's a lot of possibilities there and I think they like that which I thought Artur could be left unprotected but as far as I know he was one of the top guys they wanted to protect so the, so that told me that they really see a lot of potential with those three in the central midfield
0: there so as we mentioned the process of of off season transactions is, is underway and and there is something probably coming down the pike later today
1: yeah it's uh, Romario Williams Jordan Hamilton and Connor Maloney the club hasn't publicly at least made decisions on that too I expect that to come later today uh, it doesn't appear that they're going to be called back there's something with if Maloney has his option exercise he goes up a level to would be the senior roster I believe because of his age. So he would then have take up one of those twenty spots there, and maybe that's a factor in the club's decision if they decide not to bring him back.
0: So it's a final decision on three roster spots, essentially, is what we're talking about. Correct. And do they keep them all? Do they keep some of them? Uh, Like, what do they have to do? They don't. What are the nuts and bolts of it? I guess.
1: Yeah, I look at it. Romario Williams is it's a Byzantine
0: system. This this MLS thing.
1: (laughs) It's it's a bit complicated. Yeah. If they don't bring any of them back, I mean, Romario Williams is out of contract, so that's a little different. The other guys have options, but they would have to address the striker position at least a little bit. You would just have two guys there up top, and I think you want at least one other guy. So that's another position, though. At at some point, I think they were always going to look to address that position a little bit more. So maybe this would just speed up the
0: process a little bit. Who knows? And later this month, as as, uh, Thanksgiving approaches, we have the waiver process. Which rolls over a couple days. Right, so
1: I'll just lay out the rest of kind of the off-season schedule Would here. Would you? I that's, will. That's good of you. The end-of-the-year waivers process starts the 25th at 3 o'clock, same time as free agency. I won't go through the the players that are eligible for these processes. The MLS has these Byzantine rules. For, for everything has, you know, has been a custom, right, with this league? I don't know. And then the next day you have the reentry process starts uh, at, at 3 o'clock. There's two stages of this. The second one is December 3rd. So I would assume the crew probably looks to address some depth pieces there as well, depending
0: who's all available. I mean, that's pretty common across the league. So waivers, the process begins the 25th, the reentry drops the 26th, and then what? And then it's... Just push your
1: chips to the table and go get the players you want, really. I mean, not not that they haven't been doing that already, right. but until you can continue to make trades and go and sign players, but those players can't become official until the window opens and whenever it does, right, I don't think that, they announce the date yet.
0: You're looking for a Christmas present for your fans.
1: Yeah, I mean, there have been a few teams already that have announced their a couple international signings, so the crew shouldn't be too far behind. All right, is there anything else we have to cover? Some questions from some fans? Oh, maybe?
0: that'd be, yeah, that's before, I was saying before we move on to questions, but, but oh, no. I, we can go right to, you got it all.
1: Yeah, I got it lined up here. I, I don't think there's anything else to address with the crew. Uh, Jossie Zarda scored a couple goals for the U.S. men's national team. Just a little note there.
0: Good on him. There's a lot of heat on our guy. Here's from Morgan
1: Hughes. If Jacob is late every week and is punished by being forced to bring coffee to everyone on the panel every week and then never actually does, is anything in the world actually real? Hashtag accountability.
0: (laughs) That's a pretty deep philosophical question. I'd say no.
1: I think he brings up some good points. I should start bringing some coffee. Maybe I'll just come in with like a lifetime. Can I just bring a refillable cake up so so
0: therefore with some grounds? I think what you need is an urn. Or you need to buy a machine for the studio just to make up for all your tardies.
1: There's a couple on the fourth floor.
0: No, I, I up mean, there. yeah, but that's not the point. We're talking about accountability here. See, Patrick's got a new little table over there. There's a plug underneath it, and I think you should buy a Keurig for Patrick and bring it in here and install it. Can I write it off
1: on expenses? Go ahead and give it a shot. What position do you think the crew will try to address with the MLS Superdraft? Maybe their wallets? <laughs> with just trading the pick and getting what is that? January. Money.
0: January. What is the super draft? Is it super?
1: I don't know. You tell me.
0: It's going to go away
1: at some point. It, it has to, right? It's just. And I'll have a story on this at some point.
0: This. I don't mind uh, it. Off season. It's, it's America. It's okay to be American and play soccer and have a draft. That's what other. It's okay to have playoffs, isn't it? That's working out pretty well for the league, isn't it? Playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think just chatting a little bit with some people at crew training everyone seems to love it and it got a great reception all the games were great and you had these these two legs the first one is often just a chess match right just trying to position yourself for the final one these games were fantastic and
0: we have uh the seattle sounders as the reclaiming the mls cup over the torontos the birthplace of soccer right there's many it's so many uh it's it's almost like what was that family with all the kids on, on reality TV? That's MLS. It's just uh, it's like 15 birthplaces.
1: So there's no... I can't find a date right now for the Super Draft. It'll be in January. But they're not going to do it live this year. It's going to be kind of like the later rounds of an MLB draft. GMs calling in and whatnot and making their selections. But is this league progresses. I, I just see that kind of going away. And you, who was it last year that seemed to just trade all their picks? Uh, I know Cincinnati just kind of collected all of them. Right, right. So I, I think those are practices you might see. But as far as positions, I don't think it'll be any attacking midfielders or strikers, stuff like that. I think it'll be more depth pieces maybe in the central midfield or, or the back line uh, where you get some value. Well, that's a long way off anyway. We'll see how it develops. Any other questions? Not from Morgan. We have one. I, I'll just read this because I I made a we had a story on uh, Schneider's Donuts in, in Westerville, and I made a comment that the blueberry cake donut there is this is an unsolicited um, response. It is the best donut I've ever had. So someone asked if you had to be paid in roast beef sandwiches or the blueberry cake donuts, which would you choose? Oh no, who asked that?
0: Philip Berkey. I think that's a
1: alias. You know, I'm I'm 23. I I still have some metabolism with my figure, I'll take donuts until uh, I start to see negative effects from that. Here's another question. With I the mean, there's...
0: Go ahead. Roast beef sandwiches have, have calories, too. It's true. So that I, I'd consider that... What's more fattening? Yeah, but that's some sp- specious logic is all I'm saying. What What else we have for questions?
1: With the sale of Lawless, do you think they will try to bring back Canali? We are getting low on center back position, it seems.
0: You know, I'd I'd love for that to happen, but... If I'm Alex Cronally, who's been done wrong by this coach, I don't want to come back. I don't think I'll have him back. Okay. I hope he gets a job that's first and foremost. Yes. He's a good person and a good player.
1: Absolutely. I've always enjoyed talking to him. And a
0: change of scenery might be just the thing. He's a talented kid.
1: How many starters does the team need now? I say at least one. In terms of, I I take, this is from Keith Noss. I, I assume this is... Guys, to come in right away and start. Obviously, center, attacking mid, another center back. I would say, and a
0: starting caliber winger. How about a, just get a big ticket, make a splash here. You know,
1: I think we all kind of expect that, right? Yeah. So there was something new on Diego Valeri after you kind of floated that last program.
0: Now, it was about a month ago when I first floated like the twenty. Right, and yeah, yeah, and then we talked about it last time just for fun. So yeah, we did. I mentioned that one of my sources.
1: Now it seems that Sam Steggill, I always mispronounce his name, but the Athletic and others, I believe, report that the Timbers and Valeria are nearing a new deal because you have Brian Fernandez, who is exiting the league after being in the league's substance abuse training program, whatever that was. He was suspended for the rest of the year a few months ago, before the end of the season. But now he's no longer with the team, so that probably opened up some space to Resign Valeri as the suspicion there, but it seems like he he might stay in Portland.
0: Oh, good, he should.
1: Here's a question that I wanted to make sure to get on here. What amenity do you want to see in the press box at the new stadium that doesn't exist at Ma Frey? There's only one answer here, Mike. No sun. Oh, I was going to go with the bathroom. Uh, you got to walk out onto the.
0: Oh, come on. That's that's so it's first just, world. You're, that's come. You can walk to the bathroom, and I do. Yeah, I would. It would be nice not to have the sun in your face you know with the broken blinds they have in there it's not optimal that's all i mean i don't think it'll be a problem in a roofed stadium (laughs) but you want a bathroom and donuts and the roast beef sandwiches i mean if if that's the the spread i'll take it it's not a club
1: yeah but a bathroom would be nice gender neutral all right, that's all I got for questions.
0: All right. Well, we're not going to drag this out. I think we've covered. Jacob did a nice job covering the points. That's Jacob Myers at Jacob underscore Myers underscore 25 on Twitter. Patrick Flaherty is at the Podfather 2. Kyle Robertson, rest easy. He's at K Rob Photo. I'm at Michael A Race 1. Those are the Twitter handles. Dispatch.com is still a good deal. I know I've, I think I've mentioned that on this program previously. If not, this one, then the hockey show at any rate thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you next time patrick kick us out of here